Hey, it's J. Mark Accento here, broadcasting to you from the end of the world. We are hosting an official tabletop for the end of the world cosplay contest. From now until October 19th, we are accepting entries for a $500 grand prize and a potential second and third place winner depending on how many people we have entering this contest. Please stay tuned or after the episode to hear the rules. Previously on Tabletop for the End of the World. A group of someones have raided our Potterblatt Corporation designated general stores. There is a very specific school of magic being pumped out of this brain. Bert, I've weakened your chains. Shatter and raw concentrated illusion aura gets pumped into the room and guys, things are about to get weird. <laughs> That figure of twilight that had appeared in the mist walks up to you, Albansite. You can come back! Nobody puts Vert in the corner. Master Portablat would appreciate if you could chain yourself back up to the wall. I don't really follow directions very well. She says, good work, Torin. Keep holding him down and we'll beat him bloody. Now I'm a brain in a jar. It's a long story. Enough, the city will be hosting Robin's Rise Gala. I know you're not a big fan of how she's handling things, too. The grinning mind flare says, now you're gonna get it. You guys, you're in trouble now. The boss is gonna fight you, and then you're gonna be in trouble. I'm here to kill you. Outwardly, you can see blue sky, the real blue sky, maybe, finally. Master Portablat has come to defend his trove. Astrock. He's not real, guys. And in the sky, floating in that sky as though on its own island, but a fortress. What did I miss? We are having our orders. Robin's voice is that of Arnard Mordersheet. Their whole lives are in true reality, and Robin is the voice that keeps them in line. What do you mean they're coming from multiple sides? Their forces are not at large. Lerong, what is happening? I'm gonna shoot you. I'm gonna shoot you. I'm here to take you out. You missed. I am still alive, Emilia. You weren't my target. You are Robin. You will serve Potrebliet. Potrebliet isn't invincible. Do you guys hear that? Okay. Exactly. There aren't any Robin broadcasts anymore. We did it. We're free. More or less, anyway. Hey, it's a step. And there's nothing wrong with small victories. Yeah, but what about... Shh! We don't want to upset hey guys. Mitch because... Hey! How are things? <clears throat> Not great. We found some sedative in the last raid, so I've been keeping Riley asleep while we try to figure out a way to deprogram them. Yeah. Ah, damn, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. How goes repairs on the Leviathan, Kev? We took a lot of damage from those drones Jamrock was hunting down with Ren. We can move, but 
We still don't have any burrowing capabilities. Until the Chris will repair it. Well, Liam. Leviathan. Vigor check. Play. Play now. Play. Uh, yeah, they're not going to do anything more until we play. Well, no worries. We can play for a bit. What? You actually want to play? I, well, I might enjoy it. And and besides, it's the only way to get the Leviathan fixed, right? <laughs> right. Don't worry, Manny. We won't think you're actually enjoying yourself and relaxing. See, si. No problem, Manny. In fact... I think we could all use a rest. Meech? Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Raleigh will be asleep for a while anyway. Let's do it. I think all your hard work that you've done up to this point deserves a level up. Mm. Oh, oh, awesome. Yeah. Mm. So y'all are level seven now, I believe. Uh, yeah. Yes, you all leveled up. And inside the Castle of Illusions, the klaxon still blares. A voice from the alarm warns, magical containment compromise, lockdown activated. Iron shutters slam down on every door in the maze castle, leaving you guys, leaving Torin and Vert, who remained in the utmost room, trapped, holding a brain in a jar. So wait, the little Bye, cave in the side of the building you. has a shutter? Well, the, the main door that you guys... You, you, there was only one entrance, one exit to, to get into this room, and uh, as well as the stairway up here. Oh, so you mean we can't go backwards, not yes. that we can't go forwards. Yes, the, the hole blown in the wall remains blown in the wall. Oh, I got this. You guys ready? You guys ready? Okay, um, real quick, Mayor Bucket, drop me down with my child, uh, and then you go and help them. Yeah, okay, where you want to go? I'll get you wherever you need to be. I'm gonna draw. I'm gonna jump. Uh, Twilight leaps in hopes that Elliot will catch them. Uh, just to add a bit of suspense, falling, can we leap back to, or cut back to Tor and, and Vert? And Torrin's just like, "All right, Vert." And I'm just holding him in one hand and the jar in the other. And I'm like, "Remember that plan I said? The natural evolution from gun as soon as you learn to fly." Oh dear. Oh. Come on, jetpack Vert. Jetpack Vert. <laughs> I'm okay with this. I want to see you try to outrun Mayor Bucket flying up to grab you. Uh, Here he comes. Um, he coming. Wait, what is what's Mayor Bucket saying as he's coming? <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> okay. I'm narrating uh, my actions now. You can taste the anticlimax. Vert is going to spend his very last third level spell, and he's going to cast Fly on himself. And the second Fly on the brain in the jar and let Torn fall. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen these quads? I'll leave a crater in the ground. <laughs> Superhero landing. Why would you take that from him, Vert? Let him fall. Um, He's literally asking for He's him. the one who got imprisoned. He knew what he was getting into. Wait, what? <laughs> None of that's true. Um, you don't get to retcon me, you bastard. <laughs> we haven't leveled up yet, have we? Not yet, no. Okay. Yeah, then that's that's still sort of stuck. So yeah, I have a uh, fly on myself. Um, yep. Uh, I've got the jar. Yep, you're holding a jar. Uh, it weighs like roughly seven to ten pounds, I believe I said before. Okay. Uh, Eight pounds was what pounds. you said. So uh, so seven to ten was correct. Uh, I'm gonna poke my head through the the opening there, 
you poke your head out and you see Twilight uh, falling, but about to be caught in the loving embrace of Guy Bucket, who is a, a human rocket currently. <laughs> Uh, you also see down below the wall of the castle, several stories below you, has just been completely blown out and is swarming with dire sturges, ridden by all of the members of Balderdash that you've met so far. Also, out in front of you, as you cast your eyes to the horizon, is a new labyrinth that is made up of stone and vine and water and seemingly giant creatures all interspersed and interconnected as far as the eye can see out to the horizon. Just an infinite, interconnecting, shifting portal of, of basically the entire land is alive. Oh, geez. All right, so I'm going to call back over to Torn. I Well, it looks like we've got a ride coming up. Um, I'm going to check this out. And then Vert kind of floats into the... Uh, <laughs> There you don't, you some bitch. I'll do a superhero landing. I'll risk death. I've planned my next fifty characters. I'll risk it. <laughs> and goes into the wall. Torrent, I think Vert stole your brain in a jar. Yes, clutching it very tightly. Wait, did he cast fly on me, or is he leaving me there? He cast fly in himself. <laughs> I did. I could. Yeah, he's he's leaving you to be saved by Bucket because Twilight already leapt out of Bucket's arms and is on their way to the nearest Dire Sturge. <laughs> so Torin jumps off the building and says in Draconic the equivalent of cannonball. <laughs> oh boy. Oh no. Oh no. What's gonna happen? Nothing good. The first thing that's gonna happen is Guy Bucket is going to. Oh, God, he's catching Twilight, isn't he? No, he's catching Torn. He already caught me. I, I leapt out of his arms. Where are you falling? <laughs> I'm falling to a dire sturge. I said that like 12 times. Okay. I don't want to be saved by Bucket. I sent Bucket to go save Torn. Okay, yes, that's fine. <laughs> yes, Elliot can catch you. That's fine. Yes. Torn, Guy Bucket has to make a strength check. <laughs> can we say I punch him on the way down? <laughs> Superman punch. Can I Superman punch Guy Bucket off of his dire sturge? He's not on a dire sturge, my guy. <laughs> That's all Bucket. <laughs> guy Bucket has which is why I sent him after you. Propulsion through his what? own unique magical abilities. Why do you think Virgis left your ass? <laughs> why do you think Twilight sent Bucket your way? Uh, you feel Man, I'm definitely gonna dodge. You f- okay? Um... <laughs> I want to see where my superhero land again. I'm gonna make a strength check with disadvantage then. <laughs> oh, Liam is loving this, man. I do have athletics. <laughs> okay, no, no, I'm making the strength check because you tried it. You, underneath your arms, you suddenly feel the strong but wiry grasp of Guy Bucket's arms. But I cock an elbow back. At this, yes, at this point, you are you are struggling and fighting against it, and you wriggle yourself free, and now you are free fallen. You are now underneath Guy Bucket. <laughs> as he purports, yep. propels yep. himself upward. I think that's a will save right there. I yeah. have my. Uh, that's a con. That's a, a that's a con roll. I use my shield above my head. I mean, it is now, but I think we're gonna take a small amount of poison damage. <laughs> yeah, take take a Constitution roll, my guy. <laughs> I rolled a D eight for poison damage. Uh, you take seven poison <laughs> damage. 
Uh, mostly from inhalation and dry heaving. I am uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, so I need to make a constitution roll now that I can see. Oh, no, it's far too late to make that constitution roll. Just <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you do have the opportunity hey, to Hey, I have aura of protection. Yeah. Which will reduce that by... It means I gain a bonus to my saving throw, which this I have not taken yet. This isn't a save. This is you don't, eight, got, you don't get the saving throw, my guy. You it's were, aspirated. You're directly under that. It's aspirated refuse, man. Mayor Bucket puts the ass in aspirated. <laughs> what a beautiful name for a ska band. <laughs> oh, man. Aspirated refuse would be a I great would, ska I would song. go see aspirated refuse. <laughs> Maybe bet, after we're done. Welcome, everyone. I bet they do. Do you think aspirated refuse? Do you think they do a real boppy slap or a slappy bop? All right, well, in response to all this having happened to me, can I say that I aimed for Twilight on my way down? Sure, acrobatics check. <laughs> Sorry about your bit there, J-Mark. You were spinning up to something. Catch me, arms spread wide, in a in a hug I know you would never resist. Oh, you, and, and, and what do you say to Twilight? Because I'm not looking at you, so <laughs> what are you going to say to me to get me to notice this? Hey, buddy, hug. Really? And Twilight's gonna turn and arms wide open into the sunlight. Uh, Twilight and Elliot are gonna take three poison damage <laughs> from the splash damage coming off of Torin. And I'm holding oh, you real no. tight like, thanks, buddy. You're the oh, best. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, did, did, did I catch him? Do I need to make a strength roll for that? I mean, I thought the Dire Sturge was going to catch him, but if you absolutely want to try this, go ahead and make an athletics check. Okay. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, this is this is good. This is what I wrote down oh, when I said, let's, let's that, do this today. <laughs> that was a natural one. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I think Twilight's going to take Torrin's fall damage here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Worth it. So Torin, uh, you it? fell. You fell forty feet. So forty-six. You're gonna, Twilight's gonna take twelve bludgeoning damage, on top of the three poison from splash damage. Yeah, Twilight's down to eighteen oh, health. How is this? Is this doing, yeah. guys? Is this doing more damage than the mind flayers? I just need to know. Um. Yes. Yes. Entirely yes. Yeah, entirely. You do yes. know that we are way better at hurting ourselves than you are, yes? I am a joke. <laughs> I am a failure. Hold on. Hold on. I have I have the math here cuz my max health is 45 and when when we ended the last game, I was at 33. I only took 12 damage <laughs> from the mind flayers. We just took 15. Yeah. Is it at the point yep. where we have to chain Mitch to a table so he doesn't wander off with his hand on his face into the waste? I, yeah, I think someone's going to need to tell me if the shadows in this cave are real or not, because I'm going to start wandering away otherwise. <laughs> Take a Chris, a man. Uh. Oh, 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 I, oh, no, they're hugging me. No, guys, it's fine. I'm going to keep playing. <laughs> guys, it's fine. Guys. Kevin. Oh. Kevin, can you... I don't want to say anything direct. Can, Kevin, can you get the Chris a... Uh. Liam, recognize, uh, gather. Okay, I think he's gonna go grab them. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh yeah. This I I love them. I love them. 
So the uh, you are all safely flying down on dire sturges now. Um, the people uh, down below you, you can see the people of Balderdash, uh, sort of scouting the area. They're beginning to fan out from the edge of the castle. Gerhardt's dire sturge is of course flying the lowest, and she sort of plops down real quick. You see her dire sturge kind of lose energy and very slowly guide itself down about five hundred meters to the jungle floor. You all, uh, the, the rest of the town feels kind of compelled to follow because they don't want to leave anyone behind. And very soon, you all find yourselves in a clearing. The walls of this clearing, it, it's walled in by thick stone walls that you know look like sort of the cobblestone of the castle, but you can clearly see these every couple of seconds shift in height by about a foot to a couple of inches at seemingly random intervals. Uh, just, like, shift down or up, straight out of the ground. Yes, this is all staying in my head because I have an excellent memory for maps, geography, and terrain. <laughs> Apart from these moving walls, uh, they're piled thick with vines of some kind, but there are no obvious entrances or exits, at least in the section you're at. You can't see fully into this big square enclosure. You know it's square from above, but you can't see fully into it because it is thick with big trees that are ripe and laden with some kind of big yellow fruit that looks like it would fit in your hand is that the fruit is that the fruit that manny kept trying to feed you i figured it was exotic like just for context yeah i think that works we've never seen it before you need to give that a name like right like yellows or i don't know yeah like we i mean it's not the first fruit that's been named after a color right like we all eat purples yeah well obviously i love purples yes so you are now uh the 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 atmosphere here is thick and moist in the distance you can hear the cries of large animals the these low bellows that ring and shake the earth in fact in the far distance you can actually see the head of some kind of large reptile and when i say large i mean like could eat you in one bite large just kind of lazily eyeing the goings-on before dipping its head down below the i guess surface of these moving stone walls and then it moves down a little bit the stone wall moves down a little bit and the head's got to move down like a little bit more uh but that is where you are now you have moved out of the illusory castle and now you find yourself in this plane's true environment the infinite maze is that quick question is that lizard like how many gorilla fish tall is it 12 whole strop okay yes i, mean, I wow. easily could snap you up in a, in a little bitty bite it's not saying much revert but that's impressive right there for uh torin <laughs> oh okay it, uh, it could eat twilight in one bite it could eat torin in a bite but he's struggling a lot and then Vert's like a horse devours, obviously. He's kind of like an aspirin. Real... Yeah, he just pops right in. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. going to say, uh, I, I could probably be snorted in, in like, one go. I'm nostril Yeah, sized. oh, you could definitely be ground up and then in, um, what, what's, what's the word we used earlier for the refuse? Horse devours? Oh. Oh. Something refuse. Aspirated? Yeah. As, as, aspirated, thank you. Aspirated refuse. Yeah. Cool. So this is where we're at. Yes. You see Debilica very gently alight off of her dire sturge, and she seems to be wearing a new outfit now. 
it is this sort of tan, sort of safari getup with a wide-brimmed hat that uh, her horns are po- uh, poking out of her horns have seemingly completely changed shape. So now they poke out of the top of the hat and make fine curly cues that tumble down near her shoulders. You look beautiful. Well, yes, and you as well, my best buddy. How did everybody make out? Uh, how's the brain? No cracks in the jar, I hope. Alfonso, dear. No, there won't be a crack in the jar, but there might be a crack in the vert. A crack in Torn kind of cracks his knuckles. Vert finally floats down to the bottom. <laughs> Taking his sweet time. <laughs> yeah, so Debilic is checking with Alfonso, leaving the three of you to kind of delineate, kind of figure things out for yourself here. Where are, the, where are the emotions? They run in high, they run in low. Some of you are covered in human feces. How's that dealing? <laughs> I, I see. <laughs> Damn you, Mitch. Just the way you could casually say that. I mean, I, I hate to be like spoilers. It's human feces. The worst of all feces. <laughs> How are your emotions? You're all friends. How's everything going? You're covered in feces. <laughs> yeah, it's just a Wednesday. But yeah, uh, Twilight press the digitates their kimono clean. Done. And goes, ah, I'm perfect. This is great. How are you guys doing? Oh, Torn, you got something on your- Torn tries to flex the poo off. It works. Torn, you got something on your everything. Oh, how, how, okay. And just a burst of air pressure pushes it off. This is the act of God I instill upon this universe. The power of Hercules cleans me. Uh, well, um, you, you, I, I can see that you lost the uh, little, little race there with- Bucket. Torn gives a smile and a glean, puts one hand on Bert's head, and just squeezes just enough and goes, You have been a very great ally so far. Do not change that. <laughs> squeezes a bit tighter, then lets go. Oh. Duly noted. So, uh, you all saw that giant lizard out there, right? Uh, was that your dad, Bert? I don't think so. Um, my, that my... is not a dragon. Not an ounce of magic or... Or intelligence, honestly, Torin. What you saw in that thing's I'm eyes... trying to think of a synonym for horniness. Uh, yo, um... Randy. Aspirating refuse. <laughs> <laughs> is that not what that means? But yes, Torin, in that creature's eyes, you did not see intelligence. You saw cow-like... Uh, laziness, I guess is the right word. Nonchalance. It's just like, uh, bucket. It's just eating and pooping everywhere. Eating and pooping. And, uh, you guys see that grove of trees with the yellows all over them. Coming out of the woods as quickly as she can is Gerhardt. Coming out of this sort of thicket of trees. We found someone. We found someone. Please, everyone, come quickly. And she goes running back. With my excellent memory for maps, geography, and terrain, I will help and find food and fresh water for myself and five others each day. Twilight looks at Torn like, that. that's not helpful, buddy. Gerhard calls back to you, no, I found someone we haven't met before, and it, he looks hurt. I used up all of my healing juice, so good luck with that. I can help, and Twilight uh, Twilight runs after. Hey, did you, and as Twilight's running after Gerhard, uh, Twilight says very loudly, Hey, did you know I have healing spells? I can help. What? Gerhardt says, did did you know you had healing spells? I don't know, but like, I'm pretty excited about this. And then, can I just say for Twilight, they turn their head back and just see nothing but pure rage in Torin and Bert's faces. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it! 
as Twilight goes running after Gerhardt. Oh, uh, he... Also following after you is Justin and Ray, the two clerics of Balderdash. Oh, Mayor Ray. Or acting Mayor Ray, I guess. Yo, he, he, he's getting in trouble. The, we, we, we gotta go follow Twilight. I just want to say, we'll let Twilight have this entire scene and just say in the background, just, you know, in the background, if you could see it, is just... Debilica tried to stop me and Vert from killing Twilight in this moment. Just like, no, no, stop, no, stop, stop, please stop. No, 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 play this out for me. I, I want to I hear the scene happen. Oh, so during all the moments, like, Twilight will say a line, you just cut back, there's Debilica like, what's going on? And just sees me pull out my scythe, and, or what is it? Still, What is Hydrofang? A scythe? It's a scythe. Hmm. Yeah, pull out my scythe. Vert just kind of crackling lightning <laughs> off his free hand. You you cock the scythe like a shotgun. Like, for some reason, it has that mechanic. <laughs> you ever get so angry you popped a level? Debelica just turns around, sees Twilight. And then we cut back to Twilight speaking some more, having a moment. Cut back. <laughs> Debelica physically tried to stop us. One hand on Vert's head, the other on me, but still somewhat slowly being pushed back while I walk normal. Yeah, I don't know why they never asked me to heal them, but, like, I can heal. Like, I have that ability. So I'd be more than ready to help you out, Gerhardt. A slightly muffled roar of two half-dragons <laughs> in the background. <laughs> oh, this is great. Debilica trying to hold you back, <laughs> taking a second to go, You know, Torn, we've never talked about how decidedly muscular you are. Sorry, never mind, I'm focused. And then still <laughs> moving forward. I ship it. Just the divots of healed, or wait, of just feet in, <laughs> flowing behind Vert and Torin. I've lost track. Are all of you going? No. This is just all happening, and now we'll cut to Jamar, or Twilight having the actual moment. Okay. <laughs> we can't show it visually, so we'll direct it verbally. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the Chrissa understand this is an audio medium. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless you guys, like, dug up some markers somewhere. I no, mean, I can ask for... T uh, no. I could get a stick and some blood. They were all they were all dry? There's an entire ocean of it. They were all dry. Vert's gonna follow, but just at a sort of gentle, meandering pace. Absolutely. Gerhardt's easy enough to track, even though she had a sizable lead on you, because there is a massive divot in the ground where her adamantine ball and chain is dragging. <laughs> And as you guys run up, you see lying unconscious against a tree is a man with scars all over his face. There are patches missing from what should be a blonde mop of unkempt hair. He's wearing gold-colored armor, emblazoned with what you guys know to be, with, because of your experience with Torin, the Lion of Hercules. Gnawing on his fingers is a small cluster of bipedal reptiles. Is he human? He is, uh, he is an elf. There is no diversity in this dungeon. Okay. Uh, Twilight walks up and goes, Hi, I'm Twilight. Uh, and, like, Twilight, Twilight shoes the reptiles away. Hey, hey, stop that. You go to shoe, uh, what do you do to shoo the reptiles away? They are about the size of cats? Like a, like a, like a non-hungry wren? Okay, so wren when he's not Yeah, they're, a, they're the size um, of lil-form cats. Okay. Uh, oh, do I have any spell slots left? Hold on. Um... Vertcast pressed the digitation to create a loud bang. Ooh, that could be good. Oh. 
Uh, let's call that uh, intimidation check to scare him away. Okay. Uh, with advantage? Uh, ye- no, because they're eating. They want to stay and eat. Okay, but I'm startling them. Yes, you are. Bang. All right, that's uh, that's only a nine. A nine, competing, two. All right, yeah, that's startled. <laughs> All right. Good thing I didn't give you advantage. <laughs> uh, yeah, creatures just hit a nat twenty. Eat the guy in one bite and leave. Yeah, they make a or like a but higher pitch, like a and then they run. Uh, they scamper into the trees. And uh yeah, you see this this man. Uh now that you have a chance to get a little closer to him, uh you see he is badly injured. He is coated in injuries. Okay. Uh Twilight's going to walk up to this man and uh take out their loot and play healing word for them. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So they will get 1d4 plus my spellcasting ability modifier. Okay, go ahead and roll it. Can I give the tune that'll come out for you? <laughs> well, what, what do you got for me? Sports! Heal with the power of sports! Heal with the power of sports! Is that what sports is for? I think so. Actually, it's for the opposite. Oh. What are we doing with the power sports? That was not a great roll, so they are only going to get uh, four health back. Uh, you Exactly one cut stops bleeding. Your spell goes off, <laughs> and you can see a small amount of the wounds close and a small amount of the bleeding stop, but it is definitely mm-hmm. still ongoing, and the man is still unconscious. Twilight's going to cast it again. Hey, you know what? I haven't healed like anyone really, so I'll just I'll just help you out, buddy. And Twilight cast it again. Uh, Roll looks at Torin. That was plus five health back. Okay. Time. In the background, you can slightly hear in the distance. I go for the head. You go for the legs. <laughs> and you can't And, and Debilica says, "Got it." <laughs> you can see that the man is still sitting in a puddle of blood, and he's still unconscious. But thanks to your efforts, he is no longer bleeding continuously. It's a. It's slowed uh, to a. To a stop, yeah, it's slow to a stop. It's a stop, it's stop, it's stop. He's not bleeding anymore. Uh, is he waking up? No, he is out of it. He's not even waking up inside. He can't wake up. He says, save me, unconsciously. Does it, can anybody call his name? Can someone call his name? I don't know his name. You don't. Mm-mm. I'll never save him from the dark. <sighs> How can so we Earhart, see into his eyes uh, like open doors? This is a dumb game for babies. <laughs> um oh man i love the evangelist band okay so we wake me up wake me up for christ (laughs) i can't wake up what is wrong with christ (laughs) save me save me from christ oh no it's evil christ (laughs) <laughs> save me because christ died on the cross oh no it's reverse jesus oh no <laughs> oh no i didn't see he was hiding the gun behind his palm and used the hole in his hand so the bullet wouldn't be deflected oh no guys it's Susage. what do we do <laughs> Susage. <laughs> Susage the reverse christ <laughs> This is this is where a Krampus comes from, guys. <laughs> from Seussage the Reverse Christ. 
Don't oh, worry, God. my son. I helped your brother. It's like, no, you killed him. Yes, because I'm reverse Christ. He brings the people back. I send them away. Death was the only way. Oh, God, we play a real dumb game. I make there be less loaves of bread and fish. He's just standing in the corner eating all the food. <laughs> so Twilight is going to cast Message, uh, which is a cantrip, mm -hmm. and try to access this guy's mind. And just going to go, hello, wakey, wakey, wake up. Did nobody take medicine or wisdom? Just asking. You guys know you can do those checks even if you're not proficient in them, right? Yes, but is somebody good at it because I'm not good at wisdom or that. Medicine will keep you from bleeding out, but it won't give you hit points back. Unless you're at zero, then it... Isn't the whole thing that he's dying and covered in bleeding cuts? Well, he's not, he's no, not he's dying not, anymore. He's not actively dying anymore. He's just unconscious. Yeah. Okay. I already healed... I used two spell slots on him to heal. Hey, did you guys know I had healing abilities? Did you? Getting stabbed. Got him! Getting stabbed. <laughs> Somehow that's just... Hold on, just... Twilight. Hold on. Twilight or me? Kevin, put the knife down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send Liam after Can Twilight you, turn around and there's just an army of ghost verts and torrents behind the real torn and vert. <laughs> we blame you. <laughs> oh, man. Um, this might be a message. <laughs> your message... Uh, yeah, you whisper with message into his, into his mind. Uh, there's no response. Oh, nobody's home. Well, I think he's dead. We tried our best, so I guess we gotta bury him. <laughs> do you, We do are you, the opposite of doctors. You, yes. <laughs> yes, clearly, you know he's dead now. Is this stuff any good? His brain no talk. He did. Ooh, ooh, Let's see ooh. what he's got. And Twilight's gonna start rifling around his things. Oh Is there God. anything good on him? He's wearing golden plate mail of Hercules. Oh. Ow. Yes. Hey, Torin! Torin, talk to your god. He might know him. Okay, so I guess we finally caught up, but I noticed this other <laughs> acolyte of Hercules, and I'm like, I'll kill you later, and slightly push Twilight's head out of the way. Not fully, but just, like, kind of craning their neck. I love you too, buddy. This is another brother uh, of Hercules. You do not know this particular one. You haven't met this person before, but you do know of them in legend. And I put a hand to my holy symbol, and... Start the process to call Hercules. E E. What are you doing? I'm trying to do dial-up sounds. Do you, where do you want this to go? <laughs> um, I'm yeah, so, calling Hercules, yeah, and it's hey, and man. it's very old and laggy. Oh system. yeah, no, sorry, we haven't updated ever. <laughs> We're still running on like prayer belief. So what can, what can I do for you, buddy? Who is this brother in arms? Oh, whoa! Oh, I thought we lost him. Oh, no, that's, that's Sir Locke. Galvanius Locke. No, you never heard of Locke? Have I? You have. You have heard of Locke. Galvanius Locke. I have. Yes, you have. <laughs> He's legendary among the... Uh, He's legendary among the Temple of Hercules, thought to have died about 20 years ago. Uh, until then, he was the greatest living paladin of Hercules. Yes, he is famous. And let's just assume I said all that to Twilight and Vert. Yes, but with like a schoolboy's excitement, I assume? Nah, no, no, scratch that. That's me forcing things on your character. You, you, you treat this however you feel like Torin. If Torin cares, you go ahead and let him care. I speak of him with reverence and respect. 
the exact opposite, as Vert and Twilight will no doubt notice, of how I talk to both of them. As Torn as Torn is telling us about about Locke and speaking the words of Hercules, Twilight and Vert are like rifling through all his things and like just very much just not mm-hmm. respecting him. <laughs> the guy on the ground. Oh yeah, what's his name again? Hey, do you think we could sell this thing? And like Twilight trying to pull off the the lion head like shoulder thing. It's like, you think we could make some money off this? Yeah, I so think it turns the other who way. Who would we sell to in a jungle? <clears throat> Wait, no, stop that. And I slapped Twilight's hand. <laughs> so their name is Locke? Like like a like Galvanius Locke. A legendary Galvanius brother Locke. in the service of Hercules. Yes, he's easy for you to cool. identify because uh even though his face is badly scarred, his sort of like call sign after a while was that uh he is an elf with only one ear. His left ear was cut in half while he was fighting against these seemingly invincible bird creatures. But he succeeded single-handedly by some means and yes, measure. Yes, the vicious pigeon. Yes. A single <laughs> pigeon. Indestructible in its vitality. Come on, give us the voice, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, here's the reenactment. Hold on. Sorry, Chris, I'll move out of the way. You will never defeat me, Locke. I have pooped on every statue in the city! Great <laughs> righteousness will not stop me from stealing all of the stale bread from these factories! Oh, well done! Yes. Well yes. done! Yes! Oh, that was... Oh, oh I'm in there! I'm, I'm, I'm in the scene, I can see it! Oh, oh god. Oh, it's tough to maintain that voice. Oh god, but I want to do it for every character. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think he's dead. So no, I don't know. Can you, can, can I check? Can your him? God do anything? Torin, do you want to check? You can do a medicine check to see if he's dead. I'll do a medicine check to see if I know what a pulse is. Yep. I was seriously hoping that you would roll a nat one and then like check his foot for a pulse. Okay, so that's just plus the regular plus of wisdom since I have nothing in it. That would be correct. No, so that's nineteen. Whoa! Hey, that's not bad. Not at all. Yep, I rolled an 18 and only get a plus one in wisdom. Close examination of the man reveals that his breathing is shallow and wounds coat his entire body. Small cuts, large claw marks, and broken bones. The whole spectrum of injury. Uh, Thanks to some small uh, healing efforts, he has been healed a little bit. Uh, Some of his broken bones are beginning to mend. Uh, The bleeding has stopped. But you notice... uh, he should be dead. He should be dead, but he is just barely hanging on. The healing was not enough to uh, push him back to consciousness by any means. He's going to need much more than that. Is he going to last long enough for a long rest? Because I used up lay on hands to make sure I didn't die. <laughs> well, luckily at this point, uh, Justin and Ray are able to sort of power slide into position. Oh yeah, they exist. You, priest of... Solinari. Solinari! I know that. (laughs) I know that, me. (laughs) You, priest of Solinari, use uh, sunbeams and crystals, whatever your belief is, to heal him. You know that's both of us, right? Like, we both, we both clerics of Solinari. Like, that's both our deals. Well, yeah, but you're, but you're the new mayor, so you have other responsibility. Yeah, but get out of my way, this guy's gonna die if he's not dead already. See, that's what good leadership is, bucket! Twilight yells to the nut to like the ether. Yeah, from across the jungle <laughs> thicket, you hear like, "Oh!" 
Ray actually gives Justin some small orders on what to focus on first. After uh, Justin and Ray are sitting there for several minutes. I'll kill you! I'll kill you! I'll rip you apart! All of you! Every last oh, overseer! Strock, uh, I'll be right back. Sorry. Liam, patience. We'll play as soon as Riley is sedated again. You think they'll be alright? I don't know. I mean, I was okay, but Riley was Robin for a long time. Kevin. Huh? Oh, yeah, Liam? Here. For Kevin. Oh! I recognize you. What is this? Tomes. Tomes for Kevin. Tomes for allies. Hey, what you got there? Uh, it looks like a couple of books. Let me see that. Huh. Voles? Monsters? Strock is this. And this one is Zana's G thing? What is it? It... Oh, God. It looks like it's rules for a game. Like, supplementals or something. You're kidding. Liam, how? When? Where? Liam, books. Location? Labyrinth. Tombs for Kevin. Tombs for allies. Thank you. I mean, I recognize you. Liam, friend. Kevin, friend. I got them to sleep, but we're gonna need to do another raid or something. We're running Tom's. out of sedatives. Tom's. C- confirmed. Confirmed. I'll tell him. Query. I mean, uh, uh, tell me what now? Uh, we got a gift from Liam. Uh, apparently, the Christmas scavenged this somewhere in the labyrinth. It's a couple of books. Looks like there's some kind of supplemental rules for the rule book that we already have here. Really? Gods, thank you, Liam. I mean, I, uh, I recognize you. I welcome you. Play, play. Hold on. Let me see what we got here. Now, the covers are all torn, but, uh, Vol's Monsters and Xana's G Things. Xana's Things? Chana's Things? Maybe the inside seems pretty okay, more or less. A few missing words, but I think I could use these. Oh, that's great! Play! Play! Alright, look, I can't use these now, but I'll, I'll write them in, yeah? Alright, let's finish up the session. Uh, right, so, uh, healing, yeah? Ray and Justin are going hog-wild on healing. You see Locke is glowing with holy energy. But even after all the wounds close and all the broken bones are fixed, this elf man is still laying in a puddle of his own blood. He is still unconscious. Ray and Justin look exhausted. They have already expanded their spell slots back when they were fighting inside the castle. They, like you guys, were running on fumes and gave what little they had left. Justin looks up and says, He's got it real bad, you guys. I... Like, I think even if we heal him, I don't know if he's going to wake up. Oh, I know. I know this one. I know this one. Torin, you have to give him true love's kiss. Um, I, I don't think it works that way. No, no, no. It works that way. No, it works, totally works that way. Torin, kiss him. 
Uh, all right, you trying to think? Do I go Torn hit or Torn calls you stupid? <laughs> There's so many options. <laughs> I'll do a combo. Twilight, that is by far the most brilliantly. And then I slap them across, slap them across the face. Stupid plan ever. We Hercules acolytes are made of tougher stuff than that. All he needs is a simple reminder. And then I sort of like lift him and then just move his body to do squats. <laughs> <laughs> are you squatting amazing. on top of him? No, I'm married. No, with him on his, his shoulders. I'm weekend at Burnseying <laughs> his uh, body. Yeah, you can feel his breathing is stronger now, but he is still, he's basically just comatose right now. His injuries are so severe that it really looks like he should be dead or should have been dead. And instead, what you got is like a sleepy man. Hey, I have an idea. Why don't we turn him into a plant? You got that green potion? That's an idea. <laughs> uh -uh. I never said it was a good idea. Ray is like, well, hold on. How about we just take him back to the tents and we just work on him for a bit? Yeah, I uh have. -huh. I mean, we could dump all three of these potions down his throat and see what happens. I'm just saying, like, let's get hog wild in here. Pretty sure that would somehow inverse the reality of our Justin, game and somehow turn it into a 3D reality. First things first, Justin, <laughs> someone go get someone to make tents. You three, I think I'm just going to take the unconscious guy. All right, you good? My only idea was to strap him to a diastage <laughs> and just have it walk next to us. As as Ray is saying that, Twilight is like very close to pouring the purple potion down his throat. Oh what? What's it? Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't we don't gotta do that. I guess it's fine. Torn casually throws a bushel of yellows at Twilight. Stop it! <laughs> oh, this is nice. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so I guess we're, we're heading back to camp. Yep, <laughs> we're you head back setting to camp? Up we camp have a camp? Something. We're heading back to make a camp. You're, yes, you are beginning the process of making a camp. Ray and just, uh, mostly Ray, starts mitigating people to cut down trees, but she's trying to strike a good balance between leaving fruit trees up for sustenance and cutting them down to make shelters. <gasps> we can have food. Yes. For the first time... I can time... find food and fresh water for myself and five others each day, <laughs> provided the resources are provided by the terrain. Directly above you is a bushel of yellows. You've done it. I have You've an excellent memory for it. maps, geography, and terrain, so I know where the nearby trees are. Can we just have the image of me saying that and then just Torrin saying that to a wall and Twilight and Vert looking concerned every time? Like I'm... Sp like Torrin's breaking the fourth wall to nothing. <laughs> sure. Torrin's actual character arc is that he's hyper aware that it's a video game with mechanics. Like, it's a game with mechanics. He's just been drastically delirious this entire time. <laughs> uh, so what do you guys do? It seems the town of Balderdash will be forming a new settlement. We long rest, I hope. Yes. I, I'm going to go ahead and assume you help out with the town in your own uh, quirky ways. Yes. Lifting! Yes. Jumping! Torn, yes, Torn does, Torn does a lot of lifting and jumping. Uh, Vert has the know-how on how to build solid structures. And Twilight convinces Mayor Bucket that Mayor Bucket does not, in fact, have a unique kind of cement that could be utilized here. Oh, yeah, that's actually most of my time is being spent doing Ooh, that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
I'm just like, and no, also you, Twilight you saying, no, do I don't believe he fought a giant lizard monster with poop. Oh yeah, no, like we're having a. He's telling, he's regaling me with this story. He's like, Come I on, swear, bucket. it's like, true. <laughs> bucket, like lying's not good. It had, it had radioactive fire breath. Bucket, <laughs> like it's good to use imagination sometimes, but we're in the real world. Sometimes the things I imagine become real. <laughs> it almost singed my bucket. The brain in the jar goes. Actually, that uh, actually that's my thing. Hi, Bartholomew. It's Alfonso. Have we established the brain can talk? Yes, I can talk in your heads. Hello. This was this was Torin saying it to the wall again. <laughs> please, please acknowledge me. So you guys so are sitting around the campfire after mm-hmm. a hard day's work, and you <laughs> you look up from the whole fire. You see how the whole town is sitting around eating yellows and finally rejoicing. You guys get to eat. Food for the first time since you've arrived, like real, actual food that doesn't cause violent, violent, horrible side effects. Or is made from living <laughs> organisms like goblins. And Torin, looking up from, from a, a munch on a yellow, you can see the body of Sir Locke has been brought to the fire to heat him up. He's wrapped in a blanket, still very much unconscious. And you can see his left hand is sticking out of that blanket where it is missing all of its fingers. And you very much remember two things about Sir Locke, that he had both of his hands because he used them on large two-handed weapons. Those are the two things. It was like a, like a, like a one and one A. He has hands and uses two-handed weapons. And you, re- you recognize those tiny, those tiny creatures that we're nibbling on him most likely have his fingers now can i do a survival roll to try and track down the creatures a hundred percent well funny thing i rolled a nat 20 yes uh using the the trail of blood that is generated you can return uh, that was generated by dragging him back to camp i should say uh you are very quick to return to the scene of the defingering and you can see that there is small amounts of blood dripping out of the leaves of the yellow trees in this area. You can find five areas where small drops of blood are dripping out. Using my keen dragon intellect, I will hunt them down. Yes, at this point you are long rested, you are at full capacity. And these creatures, these creatures, Torin, as you approach the grove once again, uh, I'm going to need to know your passive perception. My passive perception is apparently 11. Oh, okay. Well, that's unfortunate for you. Can I roll my actual perception? <laughs> you were looking for the creatures. So I'm going to say that you can uh, make a perception check. Absolutely. Okay. 14 plus 4, so 18. Yes, you passed. And now they don't get to do their sneak attack on you as five tiny reptilian creatures jump out of the trees and try to eat you and roll initiative meanwhile as all this is happening uh twilight is just hanging out with with vert it's like you know i haven't seen Torin in a while yeah he went that way oh you think he's dead so that's a 17 minus one on initiative i really need to get some decks up so that's a 16 (laughs) yes uh you go first just barely, you go first. There are five of them, they are surrounding you. Maybe he got dysentery from the poop getting in his wounds. Hot. And your wounds. 
Not sure how that works. Judging what happened to that other guy, I don't hope that uh, he is getting the same treatment. Well, let me uh, take a second to look over what spells... Oh, wait, I could probably change my spells because we just went through a long rest. As, as Torn is looking over all that, Twilight Twilight's eyes go wide and they go, Oh, no! Oh, no! Did we leave him with Mayor Bucket? He has open wounds! Oh, my God! Oh, no! And it just runs off. Oh, no! Oh, God! Oh, no! Did we leave him with Mayor Bucket? Where is he? Oh, God! This fire is warm. <laughs> oh, this is a dumb game for babies. I'm greatly enjoying the world building we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh Torin. how tough are these things uh they don't look very tough each of them also has uh an elf's finger in their mouth well they're just regular creatures so i will use my sword and shield kind of tap the sword against the shield like come on and slash at two of them i guess because i can do two attacks absolutely roll those attacks roll them for me you know you want to So that's, let's just say 16 with all the bonuses to get hit, that would get passes. That'll hit. And let's say a 15 will. Yeah, they both hit. Because I don't feel like listing all the pluses. So yeah, they uh, hit. Now damage, I'm slashing, so that would be a 1d10. Well, it's, it's if it's one-handed, I think your sword's a 1d8. A long, long sword. Oh, so I'm using it as the so it's one-handed, so that's a D8 then. For the first hit, gonna be four, and the second hit's gonna be one. The four kills it, and a pinky finger goes rolling into a into a heap on the ground, and the thing goes and it leaves. Um, no, it dies. Sorry, it leaves this mortal coil. Uh, the one that you did one damage to, not so much. He's he's just kind of mad at you. Uh, now they're all going to attack you. Or wait. Something I was reminded of that exists. What? Because I have a bonus action, right? Do I have yeah. two bonus actions because I can do two attacks or just one bonus action? Yeah, just the one. Yeah, okay. Your two attacks still only count as a single action. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess it would be very, very OP otherwise. Yup. Now, okay, Bucket, so I... Bucket, get away from him. Stop that. No. So what are you doing, Torin? What is your bonus so, action? <laughs> I'm going to do Abjure Enemy, a channel divinity. Okay. On what? So as an action, I present my holy symbol and speak a prayer of denunciation using my channel divinity. I choose one creature within 60 feet of me that I can see. That creature must make a wisdom saving throw unless it is immune to being frightened. Fiends and undead have disadvantage on this saving throw, but it's just a lizard. On a failed save, the creature is frightened for one minute or until it takes any damage. While frightened, the creature's speed is zero, and it can't benefit from any bonus to speed. On a successful save, its speed is halved for one minute or until the creature takes any damage. So basically make a wisdom saving throw to see if you're too scared to move. 16. What's your spell save DC? 13, so it doesn't matter. So its speed is half. Oh, so it's going to, um, on its turn, it's going to try to run away from you at half of its speed. Does that make it an attack of opportunity? Yes. Actually, all of these creatures are moving away from you. So now uh, you get attacks of opportunity against all of them. So suddenly, Torn realizing he cannot fail on this, feels a surge of rage calling upon the vengeance within him. 
and he just feels his muscles tense up, his legs power up, and he boosts forward to go at these creatures. And basically, from the outside perspective, it's like he just blurred and is now in front of these little tiny creatures. I love it. And when I hit a creature with an attack opportunity attack, I can move up to half my speed immediately after the attack and as part of the same reaction. This yep. movement doesn't provoke opportunity attacks. So basically, hmm, for this, can I just have it be like sort of a wide arcing slash at the necks of all these creatures as I move? It's very rule of cool. I like it. Let's see what happens. I mean, you've established they only have four HP. Yes. Well, let's see if this attack hits. Let's say it hits because 13 plus my strength, right? Plus proficiency. Yes. So yeah, 13, so that'd be 16. 19, so yeah, it hits. Oh, yeah. Uh, roll damage. He's winding up for the swing, and... And he's winding up. There he goes. And eight. Yes, uh, a wide swooshing arc that is totally against the rules, but looks real cool, uh, beheads all the other ones, and you can collect all five fingers of Sir Locke's left hand. Now be sure to give him give him those back now. He can feel the rage leaving him and the speed cessating. Is that a word? Cessating. Sedating. Oh, I thought of Riley again. Yeah, it's oh, a word. Oh, man. You okay? I'm fine. I'm fine. It doesn't... It's, <laughs> it's fine. Okay. The speed stopping... And so Torn goes back, having collected all the fingers, so that we can try to... I don't know if medieval medicine can help with this, but let's see if magic can put the fingers back. Back at camp, Twilight, Vert, Debilica, you guys are all sitting around the campfire. Various members of Balderdash going back and forth between building their settlements and, you know, having a snack in front of the campfire. Uh, most people are kind of winding down for the day. Uh... And, uh, you know, Debilica keeps changing her horns because she hasn't really settled on the curly cues yet. She still has the tan safari get-up going. But now she's going for, like, do I want big long ones? Do I want little pointy ones because I don't want to get anything caught? I think I definitely want probably smaller ones. W what do you think, Twilight? Um, I don't know. I mean, I got small ones, but that wasn't really a choice. Uh, I really like the curly cues. I think they work out real nice for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right, I'm just going to tighten them up a little bit. And she just closes her eyes, and you see the horns just slurp in just a little. Just, you know, to be sensible. That is... That's so cool. Let me try that. Well, go ahead. <sighs> Am I doing it? Oh, oh, sweetie. Is it working? Sorry, I think this is a succubus thing. Oh, well, that's so, okay. So at least we know your lineage is not succubus. Yeah. I don't really know what my lineage is, though. Hey, can I ask you something? Of course. The last thing I remember, you know, before uh, seeing other me and meeting Partholomew and jumping out of the tower, uh, weren't we, like, uh, were we in a cabin? And weren't there a bunch of bunnies everywhere? Yes, back in the psychic defenses. You performed very admirably. I didn't know you had it in you. What do you, what do you mean? I don't... What did I do? You achieved a level of cruelty that I thought was frankly far outside the scope of your character. Maybe you shouldn't have been just the kill lemming. Twilight tilts their head to the side, like very confused. Uh, 
No, that's not me. That doesn't sound familiar anyway. Now, surely you must be familiar with with what has happened. I mean, it seems as though a, a, a whole second person came out of you. Called itself uh, Arbinsight? Where'd you hear that name from? I, I, I've only told uh, Elliot that name. Did he tell you? Oh, no, you, they, it, Arbinsight told us. Oh, that's, that's not good. That's, and Twilight starts digging into their, uh, into their bag. And, like, frantically searching and, like, pulling things out, pulling out the hero's potion, the hat of the cat, their disguise kit, the ocarina they got from, uh, from way back, and their healing potions. And then they, they pull out this old lockbox, uh, this old wooden lockbox that they've had in their bag that was, like, buried at the bottom. Um, it was the same one that they were, like, holding, um, like, way, way back when. Um, I think they were talking to Gerhard at the time, possibly. Yeah, no, Debilicus is, oh, the lockbox! Box. Yeah, something in your field report said that that would be some key to corrupting you. I didn't actually get a chance to see it before. Uh, yeah, but uh, it's open. Hmm. Well, I didn't do it. Debilica. Debilica, this this has been locked for forever now. But it's it's open. And Twilight opens up the lockbox. And within it are just two things. The first is some kind of, like, gemstone. It's perfectly spherical and kind of glows, like, orange and yellow with little bit of traces of purple in it. And it's, like, like almost like a, what do they call them? Like a, like a cat's eye, I think is what it was called in the archives. It kind of looks like that, but, like, shinier. Um... And then next to it looks like thieves tools, but like really old ones that have rusted from disuse um, and are like covered in cobwebs and stuff. And Twilight's staring at it. Ooh, you, someone, someone's had a bit of a dark streak, yeah. I think Debilica's going to get a read on you. Um, she says, is this, is this where you keep um, the other you? Trying to be delicate, but you see, it's not a skill I've trained in. I don't have proficiency in it, as I've heard Torin say. Why do you keep calling it the other me? This is just, this is this is just stuff I used to use back before I took the name Twilight. You know, because like, I mean, you you know this. With, with tieflings, we have the names we're born with and the names we choose. Oh yes, I'm very and, familiar. Like, I chose to be named Twilight. I threw away the name Albinsight because I so like. Well. It seems that you try to throw these things away, and they keep coming back to you. I don't understand how you knew that name, though. I've never told anyone that name. Twilight, you can't simply run away from who you are. I'm not running, though. I'm Twilight. That's look, who I am. Look, believe me, you can change your name, you can change your appearance, you can change everything you do. I mean, anything for a mark. But if you have another... Twilight. Twilight, come here. Yeah. Tell me, tell me something. What are some of your favorite things? Um, I love music. Right. And I love bringing joy to the world. That's my favorite things. Okay. Oh, and 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 messing with Torin is very fun, but don't tell him I said that. That's good. I was hoping for more physical things. Uh, Vert, dear, could you please bring the brain in a jar over here? Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um. Um. Hi, Wizard Lord of the Mind, Alfonso. 
Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, could, could you do us a favor, please? My friend Twilight here is gonna name some of their favorite things, and I'd like you to please create some illusions of them. Twilight? Yeah? Some more concrete things, please. What are some of your favorite things? Uh, my ukulele? It appears in front of you as a, as a wavery cloud. Oh, this is cool. Um, what else? Okay. Uh, um, oh, Derek the Helmet. I love Derek. Uh, a cloud version of Derek the Helmet appears, and Derek goes, Oh, that, 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 that makes me very uncomfortable. Oh, and, uh, and Dawn. I, oh, I mean, and Twilight, like, covers their mouth as the words, like, leave their, like, slip out of their lips. Uh, and you can feel, uh, Alfonso is poking around in your brain for an image of Dawn to create an illusion out of. You have the opportunity to resist this psychic tendril. What am I rolling for that? Like, wisdom, I'm guessing? Yeah, wisdom saving throw, if you're trying to resist. That was a four, so that was not successful. Alright, what does Alfonso see in your memories? So... Twilight is taken way, 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 way back, and they're standing in a crowd, and this isn't the Twilight everyone's familiar with, with the kimono and flamboyantly dressed. Uh, this Twilight's wearing a black hooded, like, cloak, and all black, trying to stay as discreet as possible, and they're looking upon the stage where someone's playing music, and as the crowd is distracted, Twilight is walking through this crowd and, like, just taking things from people's pockets. Like, some money here, some trinkets there, anything they can hawk for some money and stuff like that. But then they suddenly stop, and as they look on the stage, they see this large, burly, half-orc woman. And she has red hair pulled back in a ponytail, and this big smile on her face as she's playing uh, a fiddle, actually. And... Twilight has been used to everyone just kind of treating non-human elf or dwarf creatures with just kind of disdain, but they're suddenly entranced with the audience as everyone is just singing along with this music that this half-orc is playing, and she's wearing this beautiful, just like standard bard outfit, this um, just a blue top green uh trouser pants and they're playing their fiddle and they're dancing and they're stomping with their boots and everyone's clapping wrong and singing and um the the half work finishes playing and introduces themselves as dawn as they thank everybody debilica sees this very complicated image appear and alfonso goes oh i'm really pushing myself on this one. Oh, this was easier back when i had a body Debilica looks over at you and says, Twilight, dear, the point I'm trying to make is, you see Alfonso's magic here? You see the, the wonder of these illusions? And Twilight turns to Debilica and, and tears are coming down their eyes. Not like sobbing aggressively, but like they're just suddenly crying. Oh, oh, sweetie. Oh, sweetie chunks. Oh, 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 little leper arm, come here. Oh, oh, come here, come here. And she pats you very tenderly on the back. Oh, oh, I didn't mean to bring up painful memories. I was trying to show you that these, these illusions, this magic, is the magic that plagued you in the castle. And now it can be used to make such wondrous things. See, it's just a tool. It's a thing. And there are no bad 
things, just poor ways to use them. And good ways to use them. I mean, I'm... I'm literally a creature from hell. I was a tool of an evil overlord for a thousand years, and now I'm not. So, Twilight, look around. Look at these memories. Uh-huh. There's no good or evil. There's just the things you can do with what you have. Twilight, am I evil? Again, evil overlord, creature of hell. But now... Uh, I, I don't am, am I evil? Am I a bad am I a bad dude? I don't think you're evil. No, I think you're pretty great. I I just I stopped using these cuz they hurt someone I really care about. And Twilight's gesturing to the thieves tools. Devilka lays a hand over Twilight's hand which is over the thieves tools and says, "Maybe they could also be used to help someone you really love. And Debilica raises her hand from your hand and places it very tenderly on Twilight's chin and turns your head towards Vert and Torin as he emerges from the shadows of the yellow thicket with a just, it seems like just a bunch of fingers, like just kind of disembodied fingers he found somewhere. <laughs> no evil things. Good ways to use them and bad ways to use them. Good memories and bad memories. Good pasts and bad pasts. I mean, you know I'm responsible for a lot of mortal deaths, right? And we're besties. Yeah. Right. So she wraps her arms around Twilight's shoulders and rests her head on your, on your shoulder. In, in, a, in a very tender embrace that you haven't even imagined from her before, turns her head to avoid the horns jabbing you in the eye. Twilight, it's not so bad to have another person inside you. Sometimes that person is you. Okay. With that, this tender moment is interrupted by a low, rumbling voice. Like, like a distant thunderstorm. Twilight looks at, um the brain in the jar, and goes, Alfonso? Oh, two in one day! Could you help me remember my past? Uh, yeah, sure. Here, come sit with me, kid. Oh, uh, you'll need to take the jar and put it on top of your head. Okay. And Twilight does so. And as Alfonso starts revealing all of these illusions of Twilight's past as Alvin's sight, Images of them uh, living in dark corners of the city. Images of them being abandoned by loved ones. And of them having to learn how to steal and lie and cheat and betray to scrape by. And Twilight starts remembering all of these things that they were once capable of doing. And I will take one level in Rogue. Cross-classing! Um, so yeah, so with this, I will gain the ability to sneak attack, and I'll gain um, proficiency in thieves' tools, and I will also have the opportunity to um, steal. And I think that after all that happens, Twilight is going to um, place a hand on the, on the thieves' tools in the box and cast Prestigitation and restore it. 
um, to like the, so they're brand new and ready to be used again. And they they wipe a tear from their eye, and uh, give Debilica and Alfonso a hug, real gentle with Alfonso because obviously he's a brain in a jar. Guess what? Well, Can I tell you a secret? Hey, yeah. You didn't need to put me on your head. I got him, guys. I got him. Ah. <laughs> oh. Oh, you got me. Oh, that was really good. Oh, what an idiot. Oh, oh. oh that was real nice. What'd you get? Uh, do you want me to call you Bartholomew again? And this tender touching moment is interrupted by a low bass rumbling of a voice. A voice like a distant thunderstorm. It rings through all of your heads, but it rings the loudest in verts. Vert. How are you? How, how, how are things? Good. Tell me how you have grown. Slightly sideways. Um. Yes, you are round in the tummy now. Very stocky. Hmm. Well, I guess, uh, I guess I'm a little curious to know... Uh, who I'm speaking with. In time. In time, little one. Mm-hmm. Show me. Show me how you have grown. Well, I don't think I want to show you very much. Uh, no, no, keep, keep your pants on. That's not what I meant. You can zip that back up. It's getting extremely uncomfortable with, uh, with the focus there. <laughs> Me too, buddy. Me too. Vert tries to cast invisibility on himself. It doesn't go well. Uh, for some reason, instead of causing him to phase out, um, he clutches his gut and starts to writhe around a little bit on the ground. He gets very, very still. And then sort of blinks and then stands up, looks around, and sort of looks himself. I'm not invisible. You can see, uh, I guess Torn would be sitting right there. Um, you can see that he's got sort of claws. Um, it looks like his skin has gotten a little more scaly as well. Um, his blue tinge is a little, little stronger. It looks like he might also have some sort of, uh, fangs? Fangs? A little in there? Yeah. He cast Alter Self, unfortunately, instead of Invisibility, because, well, it just didn't go right. Hey, Kevin, buddy, you want to lead into a torn bit? <laughs> <laughs> This uh, let him have his moment, Torin. <laughs> th th this this looks interesting. Um, Torin raises one eye ridge. Hmm, I didn't think your draconic puberty would uh, hit yet. It seems like it hit like a bag of hammers. And the the distant voices, indeed. Uh, who said that? I'm feeling a little hungry here. Um, kind of, kind of, kind of want some red meat. Hey, where did those little things run off to? With the fingers. Oh, I uh, caught them, killed them. Here are the fingers. Let's see if we can uh, reattach them Aww. through faith. Dang. I was hoping there were more of them running around. 
more fingers? Well, I mean, sure. I just, I, I got the urge to go just gut something. Yes, Bert. It's time for you to feed. Find the red meat. Fill your gullet. I can see draconic puberties coursing through you. Vert, it's time for you to come find me, my son. Huh? <laughs> what? I didn't think that, uh, my dad was here? No, that can't be right. That is not right. I am your mom. No, that's impossible. She did. No. She left when I was so young. <laughs> well, ain't this an interesting crew? What do you think, Angel? Should we let him go? Mm, that all depends. <laughs> yeah, do. Give us everything you've got, and we'll let you live. And if not, we will absolutely dominate. dominate. What the fuck is that? Liam, no! Liam! King, what are you doing? We don't kill people. It was a giant stalking rat. You can't expect me to... What? What's that? Oh, you dumbass. You shot the control panel. This thing is going haywire. Let's go. Now. Yo, what about the loot? Won't mean shit if we die. Let's go. Liam. Liam. Vigor check. <clears throat> Kev, we need to go. I'm not leaving him. We need to go now. Manny, put Riley on Gaia and fly out of here. On it. Jay, take Cronus on Ren. He's still injured. He saved my life. I'm not just gonna let him die. You can't expect me to- Kevin! Miran! Liam would not want you to die. We need to go now. No! No, damn it, no! He's gone, Kevin. He's gone. <laughs> Duh. It is unfortunate, but the Leviathan has been destroyed. Da, Nadmorushik. Robin is with them, and Elijah was killed by encroachers. As you command. Now is time for Hammer. I will begin a recruitment from true reality soldiers, and we will bring peace back to Duraki. Hey, it's Jmark again. Thank you so much to everyone for supporting Tabletop for the End of the World. We know that we have a lot of immensely talented cosplayers out there listening in, and so I would like to tell you the rules for our cosplay contest. First and foremost, you must be following us on Instagram at TFUCast. Second, when you do post your cosplay photos on Instagram, use the hashtag TFUCosplay2020 so that we can track who is entering and contributing. As for the cosplay themselves, we are changing up the rules slightly from our original post on Instagram. You can cosplay as either a D&D character or as one of the post-apocalyptic cast members. So you can be me, 
You can be Mitch, Robin, Larong, Liam, take your pick. Finally, your cosplays have to be at least 50% handmade, and it has to be a new cosplay. If you've sent us a cosplay image before, we want to see what you've made to improve upon it and make it look even better than it already was. And that's literally the only announcement I have today. So please tune in to our first episode of Act 2, with the arc being titled The Concrete Jungle on August 14th. Thank you, and remember... The Overseers are always watching.